Hello and welcome to the Three River Farmers Alliance podcast. My name is Daniel Lohmeyer. I host and record interviews with our local community partners who are New England-based businesses, farms, and nonprofit organizations that all share a common goal of having a positive impact on our local food system and our local food economy. This interview with Seneca Adam Bernard of Gather was recorded on December 15th, 2021 as part of an ongoing YouTube series. Please visit our Three River Farmers Alliance YouTube channel and subscribe for more access to interview series, recipe, and cooking videos, as well as website FAQs. For more information on Three River Farmers Alliance and our home delivery service, VeggieGo, please visit us at threeriverfa.com. Well, hello there. This is Daniel from Three River Farmers Alliance. I am here with Seneca Bernard from Gather. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for, for joining me. I'm so excited to have you here. We have done so much work with Gather, and I think it's an awesome organization. So I'm very excited to learn more about it and ask you, uh, well, specific questions. Um, so I will start on that note with, um, well, introduce yourself and describe your, your role at Gather. Uh, my name is Seneca Adam Bernard, and I am the Associate Executive Director at Gather, which basically means I get to implement all the different programs that we do and oversee our different programs, and I get to be a community liaison between partners such as Three Rivers, as well as between our members and others that might need our services, so schools. That sounds, that sounds important and fun. <laughs> It's fun. Um, so describe and explain for me, if you would, your mission statement or your mission in general. Yeah, Gather's mission is pretty easy. Uh, it's not an easy task, but it is a simple concept. We are working to end hunger in the greater seacoast. And everyone can define the greater seacoast as they want. That's one of the benefits of that term. But Gather's reach uh, with members coming into our Portsmouth hub come from as far away as Milton and Rochester, uh, South Portland, Kittery, uh, Maine area, down throughout all of the seacoast of New Hampshire, down to Seabrook, and then into Lawrence and Haverhill, Massachusetts as well. So when we say greater seacoast, we mean our whole large community. And there's about 55 towns that are represented in our membership every single month of people who come to utilize our services. That's a great area. That's, I mean, it's a very large area. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's fair. See, see <laughs> um, So, how did you get here? What what led you through your life to this to this position? Uh, my story is not that exciting. Everyone uh, always I says that. Decided, but it, but it's 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 never true. Everyone always says that. <laughs> <laughs> I decided that I was going to volunteer at a few places uh, in my personal life and figure out what I wanted the next step of my life to be. So I left the mortgage industry and Gather was one of the places I started volunteering. Our volunteer coordinator at the time was fantastic. She got me in right away, which is not true with lots of places that need volunteers. And it was just such a welcoming, welcoming environment for me to go into and volunteer. So many of our volunteers volunteer two or four hours a week, the same shift every week. I was doing the exact same thing. And within about a month, maybe five weeks, I was volunteering 40 hours a week. Wow. Uh, so I did that for a few months, and then uh, our executive director, Deb Anthony, asked if I wanted to join the team officially, and they were creating a new position for the mobile programs coordinator. 
So that's how I came in to gather. I then took over the pantry and everything that we do, all of our programs. Uh, we have built them over the last few years. I started about four years ago, and now I just changed my title when I feel like it. Uh, but I'm the associate executive director so that I can help uh, our volunteers, help the community, and help members who need us. So I'm very lucky to do what I do, but it is not I sought out to work for a nonprofit. Gather itself, uh, I said I've been there for about four years. Started in 1816. Wow. We're the oldest continually serving uh, service industry nonprofit. So we're very proud of our roots. Starting in Portsmouth, we've always been in Portsmouth. And we were started by a group of women in Strawberry Bank feeding the families of fishermen. So while we feed a whole bunch of other families now, it's the same concept that we've had for 200 years. That is absolutely incredible. Um, I have to that I have to sit with that. That's that's really great. I mean, that's yeah, two what two hundred plus years. That's that's amazing. Um, I'm always amazing, yeah. I'm always so impressed. Uh, like I mentioned to you before we started this uh, this call, I'm just always so impressed with with people who are are drawn to this work. I mean, volunteering. 40 hours a week in and of itself is exceptional. Volunteering at all is incredibly important and, uh, and exceptional. So I think that it, it says a lot about uh, somebody's character, especially yourself putting in all that time. And well, I mean, sounds like they've, they found the right person in that regard. <laughs> we have found many other right people. So with volunteer, uh, I love to talk about gathering all that we do because it really is much more the community coming together to serve our community. And gather, we utilize more than 200 volunteers every single month. So I said I came in and did the same. My shift was Tuesday afternoon, just so you know, three to five. Uh, I did the same shift every single week. And we have lots of people who do that. And that is very good for consistency for our members and for our staff. But it takes more than 200 different individuals every month to make that happen and serve all the people that we are able to serve. So volunteering for us or any nonprofit really goes a long way. And I love that our community, our region really institutes that either with works, there's many businesses that do it, uh, but so do schools. Schools are now more and more requiring it of their students to volunteer in their community. And there's a variety of ways to do it. And we're just one of them. And we're so grateful for the volunteers that come in. That's amazing. Um, well, what is your favorite all-time experience with, with your organization? This is usually where I get a pretty, a pretty uh, interesting or funny story out of someone. Uh, mine is not interesting or funny. So many of the things that we do are at our, at our pantry market. And in Portsmouth is our pantry market. We serve hundreds of families there every single month. You come in, you go grocery shopping. And that is great. That is a great service. It's a choice model, high dignity, low barrier. It's fantastic. But we realized that that was not the way to reach most people. It is really hard, especially if you don't live in Portsmouth, to get to Portsmouth. There is not public transportation everywhere. Uh, there's also a stigma with going to a food pantry. So we actually go out and do farmer's markets in up to 10 different towns uh, during the course of the year. My favorite time, I would say, is when we just, we, in 2019, the uh, government did not fund the Coast Guard. I don't know if you remember that, but it was horrible. And so <laughs> our Coast Guard here in Newcastle did not get funded. So they were often working without pay or not working. And so we were able to go over and set up a food pantry specifically for them. And I don't really mean food pantry. I really mean a farmer's market 
We worked with many local uh, retailers. So Trader Joe's stepped up, Hannaford stepped up, everyone stepped up to get us the stuff that we needed on short notice. And we went over and we got to set up a a farmer's market for uh, the shipyard workers. Uh, anyone who could get over to the Coast Guard, because that's where we can get on without needing a whole bunch of permits. And they were so generous to us and sweet, and they helped unload the trucks and everything else. But that really did build a big friendship between us and the Coast Guard, where they have come in many times to help us out. And so that is probably, although it was like four degrees uh, and freezing, it was one of the best times that I've ever had to gather, being able to really work with our community and then build a friendship from that. Yeah, that's great. I mean, just to see it all working together, to see everybody coming together for something like that is is super valuable. I can't say enough about pretty much every every time I interview anyone, I always uh, give the Three River Farmers Alliance customers um, a big pat on the back for for being so generous with with donations. Um, and I, I part of why I do this is to highlight where that money goes. We do a lot of work with with places like Gather and so many other places. And the work that you do is just super heartwarming, very inspiring. Um, I super appreciate uh, So it. <laughs> I would be remiss if I did not mention, uh, during our summer programming, we do Meals for Kids when there is no school lunch or breakfast, when there's not free school and lunch because the schools are shut down either for summer vacation or the winter break that's coming up. We go out and do what we call Meals for Kids. So we set up that free farmer's market and people can come take anything that they want uh, and we gear it specifically towards uh, student-aged children. So there will be snack bars out there and juice boxes and recipes that the kids can make. Uh, so we do that all summer log. And Foster's was very nice to us. He goes online uh, and did an article on this once. And there is one photo of me holding a box. So I am taking a box off of the back of one of our trucks. And it's... <laughs> Everyone laughs because it's like the only time I ever lifted a box, but that photo is what made it into the newspaper. So for me, whenever, you know, our team is like, you're not doing anything, I'm like, there is a photo of me lifting a box, and it really is true. The proof is uh, Our work with Three River, though, I know you're going to ask about that, but I'm going to yeah, preempt fine. it a little Let's... bit. Because in our farmer's market, out goes a lot of the vegetables that you guys donate to us. And uh, we also purchased with you guys through the, our wholesale side. We just purchased uh, cranberries, for example, for Thanksgiving. We were so happy awesome. uh, to be able to get those and get them in a quantity that we need. That's often one of our struggles. Hot item. Is, is the very large quantities that we need. We serve more than 6,000 people a month. Um, and so depending on what market we're doing or anything, uh, yesterday we were in Rochester, for example, and we served more than 250 families in one three-hour block. Wow. So just the quantity that we need. With Three Rivers, you guys are able to help us get that quantity uh, either through donation or through purchase quite often because it doesn't come from just one farm. You guys are able to, to get a bunch of farmers together to help us out. So we personally appreciate that. But if you come to our farmer's market, often you will see, uh, you mentioned kohlrabi. Kohlrabi out at our farmer's market, specifically in Rochester, it is a very hot topic item up there. They love it. Uh, that that demographic that come shopping us there love kohlrabi. They love cabbage. We got little red cabbages from you guys very recently. Uh, but also, you guys donated fun things like tofu to us recently. Uh, we have many vegetarians, and we we do try to adhere to different cultures and different um, needs of people's dietary needs. And so the the 
Tofu was fantastic. Our cooking group, which I'm going to talk about in a second, was able to make it into some great meals. So it's not just here are some vegetables and please get these out to people who need it. But it is here's a variety of vegetables and here is culturally sensitive items. And sometimes it is here are seconds, which for us is perfect. Our, we try to teach everyone that all food is good food. Please don't, just because it's not beautiful, don't throw it out. It is the potato that is only three inches is the same as the potato that is five inches that the farmer would sell. And so it goes along with our educating of our membership and the community in general of it doesn't have to look perfect for it to be great, nutritious food. And you guys help us with that quite a bit. We have a cooking for community program, and there's actually a couple of the different programs. So cooking for community is what we call our program. We work with UNH and Great Bay Community College as well for cooking programs. And we take food that is uh, maybe not as pretty or in larger quantities. Sometimes we'll get in 90 pounds of one item and we won't necessarily be able to serve that today. So let's turn it into something delicious. And we make to-go meals, delicious, nutritious to-go meals that we can serve in our pantry market, but also out in our other markets. And so sometimes you guys give us something that might be creative or a large quantity, and we're able to turn that into fantastic meals and then also educate people. This is what we made. Here's the recipe to go along with it so you can do it at home. And without, without you guys giving us some of those items that we don't know about and that I'm not necessarily going to go purchase 300 pounds of kohlrabi, uh, right. you, guys, you guys teaching us about some of those products has been fantastic for us and for our membership. So that's a very, I'll just give you a that's great. I, I mean, I, I use kohlrabi as an example a lot because I had never heard of it before I worked at three river farmers Alliance. So it's just become kind of the, the, the butt of a joke in me not knowing as much as I probably should about, uh, vegetables. Uh, but yeah, the, the cooking aspect is very interesting. And I've I've learned a lot about that in speaking with other people who were involved in in food pantries and food donation um, is, yeah, you can't just give somebody 100 pounds of carrots and that's not always useful. Um, so being able to cook for people is super important in what you do. And also, uh, we have recognized that for for retail customers just as people who receive donations recipes are very important too so we have started to we just posted our first recipe video a couple weeks ago um, and we're trying to start to do more things like that because we feel like it will be helpful uh, whether the food is purchased or donated just helpful to kind of to, to put that out there recipe ideas or even just how uh, to cook or prepare food um, that's a something about food donation that was not immediately apparent to me, but I have learned more about, well, just as you said, having a cooking team is so important because you can prepare meals for people. I had spoken to Whitney from Seacoast Fridge and they have the same kind of thing. They say, anyone can come there and scoop up a bunch of stuff, cook it at your house, turn it into meals, bring it back. So that's a really interesting part of, of a food donation that I've been uh, well, I guess I didn't think of before I started to, to dig in. Some of our work deals with New Hampshire Gleans, which is we, we oversee the overall New Hampshire Gleans and we're divided into six different regions. In the state. But Gather itself gleans from Rockingham and Stratford counties in New Hampshire and York County in Maine. And if you don't know what gleaning is, I know you, Daniel, do. But it is the act of rescuing food that would have otherwise gone to waste. And we do that with grocery stores who are going to uh, toss food that they can't necessarily serve. We do that with 
large entities like favorite foods, if they're going to change over a product uh, and they have a little residual left. But also we do it with many of the farmers with Three River uh, and Three River itself so that food doesn't go to waste. It's not just being tossed out, but that it is, is being used by individuals who need it. And I love that about Three River is that you guys, you don't just take the stuff that is left over and donate it to entities like us, but you also encourage your customers to purchase items and or a monetary purchase because helping our local farmers stay in business helps all of us. Without local farmers, there is no food pantry. Otherwise, we're getting all of our food from a different country. Right. And so keeping our... Keeping our um, Local farmers in business is great for the economy, is great for so many things, but it's also so different when you just brought up carrots. And we often giggle at Gather about the difference between the carrots we have to purchase, because we do purchase a lot of carrots, uh, through some wholesaler or something like that, versus the carrots that we will order from Three River or that Three River donates. And they're, one, just so many different colors, but also they just taste so different. And they're coming right from our backyards. Uh, right down the road in many of these towns. So we love uh, that. And we love being able to share that with our membership because just because you're low income and can't afford to go to the farmer's market yourself doesn't mean you shouldn't still get that same experience. We should all get that same experience. Uh, I don't know if you know, but we work with uh, Seacoast Eat Local in order to make sure that members of low income can use their SNAP benefits at farmer's markets. So in Portsmouth and Rochester and I think seven other towns, Seco State Locals, make sure that happens. And you guys are part of that because your farmers will accept it. They, you don't put up a barrier to members who just can't pay with cash. You, right. you all help everyone. And we love that. We think it's fantastic. And we love helping our members be able to go to the farmer's market and get the same experience uh, with SNAP. If you don't know, it's usually buy one, get one free, though. So it's even better. So spend five of your SNAP dollars, get an extra $5 free. It makes your SNAP dollars go much further at the farmer's market. But you get to eat fresh local food. That's great. That's actually been a big focus for us uh, going forward is is expanding um, where 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 we can accept SNAP payments and how much. Um, we're really trying to to integrate that with our system because um, well, it's unfortunately not easy to do, but but also it's just so important. Um, so we actually use uh, donations that we collect from our customers to credit. Uh, people who would normally be spending with um, with SNAP dollars as well. So that is something we agree. It's not that easy. That's why we partner with Seco State Local, right? Because uh, they've already they've already created that. So we're happy to help work with that rather than recreate it ourselves. So right. Yes, but it's it's super important. And I mean, I'm learning more about these things all the time, and I just can't say how much. We appreciate an organization like Gather, and how exciting it is for me to be able to to promote that. Um, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very important. And everything you said about the, the, the keeping farms in business, that's why we do this. You know, our, our, our mission is to have a positive impact or, or one of our big goals, I should say, is to have a, a positive impact on the food system. We don't want to waste food. We don't want to, uh, leave anything worse than how we found it, if we can avoid it. And we do want to represent all of these different local farmers and producers and bring them to a, a bigger market if we can. That is essentially why our company was created. So it's it's really great to see it grow and to, to see it all in, in motion. It's, uh, yeah. I love that you just brought up producers because we often in our world are very much about here are raw products that you can go make into whatever you want and we'll help you educate it but we are not 
we do not often have uh, produced food. So we we certainly will make to-go meals, and that's a meal that we we create. But what I mean is things like piping clover. Yeah, uh, I agree. Which is on uh, sometimes on the uh, wholesale side, often on your veggie go side, which I love, and I'm so glad you guys do that side. Uh, but that that was an introduction that we never would have found otherwise. Uh, and we have many people who are gluten-free or vegan and having that as a resource has super benefited us in our membership, but so have places like Whipperwill beef. Like I, w- uh, we would not have been able to buy local beef without finding three river. So, uh, That's- this has been a great collaboration over the last few years with us and you, because you've introduced us to places that we would never have known without, your efforts. That is, it's great to hear that because that's exactly what we're what we're trying to do. Um, what kind of goals do you have for the future? Is there any big expansion or things you're working on, or are you more just doing business as usual? So before the pandemic, we served maybe 2,500 people a month. That was a pretty strong month, and so now that we're doing 6,000, the our our method really just has changed what hunger and food security looks like. So uh, during the pandemic, there certainly was a peak where there were more people hungry, but we often think that it is really our collaboration with partners like Three River and the way that we distribute food in that it is a free farmer's market style versus a box handed to you. There is choice, there is dignity. So we see ourselves continually to increase the number of people that we serve, but also to work with others. We also work with the Seacoast Food Provider Network and there's about 60 food providers around the greater seacoast. So uh, places like soup kitchens or food pantries or after school programs, we all work together to share resources uh, and trying to work with them to, to show a different way to serve the same population. So instead of just handing out a box, like you may have seen on television in Arizona during the peak of the pandemic, when the government was doing that, that leads to a lot of waste. If there's things in there like cabbage that you're not familiar with using or don't like, um, it's it's going to go to waste. Same thing with dairy, for example. So being able to help our general area, the entire greater Sioux Coast, just ending hunger, but also as we end hunger, serve in a different way. Being able to uh, have that choice model is very important to us. We are always expanding in different ways. So I'm going to give you guys a secret in a moment. Oh, great. Uh, so our Cooking for Community program really has only been around for about three and a half, four years. It has not been with us for all 200 years. Uh, our UNH program just finally got off and started in April of this year, where we rescue food that would have gone to waste in the dining halls, bring it over to an on-site campus kitchen, and we turn it into full meals. Or we, if they don't have something for us, we just make full meals there. So earlier today, I was helping make uh, gluten-free turkey pot pie and shepherd's pie today. Sounds great. Uh, so there's always a variety of things like that. Things are always coming our way and we're always seeking new ways to, to serve members, uh, so that they have access to food, but coming in 2022 will be our bus. And we're very excited by this, but we have not announced it. So I'm telling you guys first, uh, there will be a bus. We have already purchased it. It is getting retrofitted now where you will walk on, you will go through, it's an old city bus go through and shop like you're at a farmer's market or wherever, and then come off. And so this will be great for some of those smaller locations where bringing our entire farmer's market doesn't necessarily make sense uh, for 20 families or for senior populations where traveling and coming to us is difficult. So we're going to bring the entire pantry to you. So we're excited for that. So there's, you ask if like, we often say, what's next? 
And that's just a couple of the what's next things that are coming. So we're always looking to expand and find ways to serve our membership and the community in new and unique ways. That's an amazing idea. I love the idea of that. That's I'm, I'm going to lie and say it was my idea. It totally wasn't, but I'm going to take full credit. Yeah, I appreciate that. And and you heard it here. You heard it here first, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's amazing. I think that, I mean, everything that that gather does is is very impressive um and i just wanted to to talk to you today yeah of course to, to spread the word and just say that we appreciate being able to to work with your organization and are excited about doing so in the future and i can't wait to see the bus that's cool thank you so much i appreciate awesome. it well thank you for for joining me and taking the time i'll uh i'll talk to you soon for more information on gather and for information on volunteering as well as making donations, please visit gathernh.org.